welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and we are here with another guest for our second episode of our COVID collabs. And uh, this one's really cool because it's international. Um, we'll get to introducing her in just a second. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, so today's guest, super cool, awesome, uh, is from Australia. She works for the youth office in the Diocese of Parramatta over in Australia. Uh, she's a basketball fanatic, a phenom. Uh, please uh, follow her at Queen Guevara, and please welcome my guest, Queen Guevara. Hello, how What's, you going, Adrian? Good, man. Good to, good to see you. Good to finally get to chat with you. Uh, we've been talking on social media um, for a bit, um, and I, I believe I was following you, um, I think, almost a year now, but I didn't really under like know who you were outside of that she's a Filipino girl, I think, <laughs> and <laughs> that was it. I didn't even know you were in Australia, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I don't think my social media gives off where my, where my location is, so... Right. I just knew, I just remember seeing um, way back then, like, you were posting some some clips of basketball. I was like, whoa, this girl can ball. That's awesome. Like, I just, <laughs> I love when, I love, I love seeing basketball in general, but it's even cooler when I can see a girl ball. And, uh, you know, like those videos of, the, there's like this video of this girl and there's like, I guess her brother or like a boyfriend or something. They're like going one-on-one -on -one and she was killing him. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is great. I love this. This is good content. Well, I have a younger brother who, um, so we both love basketball. We sort of grew up with basketball. And I remember the day that he started beating me. He was, he's a younger brother of mine. Oh, he was man. two years younger. And the day he started beating me, I was like, okay, it's all over. I'm never going to be as good as he is. <laughs> so um, that really, that really killed my my vibe back then but I think uh -huh. now I think it's just become such a big part of my life so I'm, I'm I'm pretty bummed that I'm not able to play basketball at the moment right right and we're right now we're during the time of recording all this we're still we're still obviously in this global pandemic it's a, it's not just America I mean it didn't start in America it's affecting everywhere you guys got hit I mean double the amount this year it's kind of it's been hard right I mean and you're a basketball fan so you got hit like three times um, <laughs> <laughs> really uh, you got you got the the fires um, and then you had Kobe and now you have this pandemic mm -hmm. so how are you surviving with everything going on there yeah it's a it's crazy times really but I think you um I think you're right I think everyone's is struggling to figure this whole reality out and uh, while the the fires was something that we thought was the worst, yeah. I think in general right. you just sort of can't can't predict what's going to come. So when um, COVID had hit our shores, it was a big surprise to everyone, and the government really acted quickly to try and figure things wow. out. So that's hats great. to them for trying to make it work. Praise God, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, obviously we didn't know the gravity here in America, what was going on in the, in Australia with the fires, you know, we thought like it was just, you know, in California, we have forest fires, like they have brush fires all the time. So we're like, oh, okay, it's like no big deal. Then I saw a map and like of Australia and where the fires are. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like almost the entire continent. Right. <laughs> well, I think it was great. I, you're, you're totally right. Like there was a particular section, especially around Sydney. And if you go yeah. um, north and a bit south of that, it was just ridiculous the amount of uh, 
the amount of land that it was covering. And so the whole entire city stretching far beyond just the the dense part of um, Sydney. Right. There was smoke literally everywhere wow. for a number of weeks. So it was very hard to go outside and it was keeping a lot of people indoors right. already. How was how was like how was doing ministry during the time? Like did the churches like shut down immediately? How did that look like? I think the diocese was generally quite um aware and careful about uh, the sort of messaging that would go out and none of our churches were closed because of it but I think people definitely um particularly those who are quite vulnerable or susceptible to issues with the lungs they probably tended towards staying home but in, in ministry in general we just tried to find other ways and I think particularly around that time uh, I think it was Christmas that was we were hit quite hard. Mm-hmm. Um, things were still going ahead, and a lot of our things are actually indoors. We don't have we didn't have a lot of um, bigger diocesan events outdoors at that time because they right. usually happen in the middle of the of yeah. the year. So we were right. okay in that sense. Cool. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's really you don't get to really sympathize. I, mean, I don't think people are able to sympathize well until they realize. Like either they know somebody in the situation or if they actually look at a map and see who's being affected or you start seeing numbers. Right. Um, so I feel yeah. like I feel like people even with with COVID, especially like they don't understand the gravity until they start looking at the numbers and like, oh, 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 like globally. That's how many people, you know, so it's just like it's kind of I mean. I find it comical for people who have, you know, the the kind of people that have been quoting the office, the, and and Dwight uh, Dwight she was like, we need another plague, and then they then we got it, and now they're like, I'm just kidding, and like this is your fault, this is your fault. <laughs> I think that's so funny. It's crazy. I mean, like I I've been I'm really into this is so random, but I really love conspiracy theories uh-huh. just to entertain sort of yeah. you know ideas of where all of this have come from, but. The funny thing about realizing how big and how much people have been affected is the flip side of, oh my gosh, it's actually a little bit of a gift that yeah. we have had to slow down and oh, yeah. had to actually figure out who we are in the mm-hmm. midst of all this. So oh, yeah. I think it's a it's it's really taught us a lot, especially me, I guess. Right, no, absolutely. We were just I was my young adult group, we were chatting, we did a Zoom with like thirty of us. Um, well, maybe that's an exaggeration, but like we were like chatting about, you know, like this is a gift. Like we learned to, like guys kind of teaching us, like, hey, you're abiding on, like, you're kind of abiding in different things. Um, how yeah. about you, you know, let me strip you of these things. I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not his intention. It was like, but that's how he's working through it, right? Yeah. Most totally. of our hearts, yeah. he's like trying to, to take this situation and, and, and show him, like, hey, look, like this is an opportunity for you and me to get to know each other more. <laughs> and so Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, we just um just had a young adult sort of Zoom gathering as well last night and mm-hmm. our guest speaker who's a fairly young priest sort of slapped us all in the face about this concept <laughs> of this desire for all of us to want to be busy even in right. the midst of even in, even in the midst of having everything stripped away where we have all this time. And yet we desire so much to want to fill that time with things to do because we're so used to um, having everything like going on for us. Yeah, we talked about that, too. And then I kind of like then I was like, well, does my does me like using this time to like, you you know, work on the podcast kind of like guilt me of that. And she's like, no, well, 
this is something that you're using for the glory of God, not to be busy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you are like, yeah, this could be something that you enjoy. It's like, just because you enjoy it doesn't mean you need to be feel, feel guilty about it. You know, like if yeah. you enjoy it, but it's bringing glory to the kingdom, then why be guilty? You shouldn't be feel guilty. You know, it's just something that, yeah. you know, it's not busy work anymore. It's, it's God's work. You're using the time yeah. wisely. So, you know, I, I was like tempted to feel that way. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, am I am I just doing this because I want to want to be busy? Like, well, not necessarily because I'm exhausted. I mean, we were supposed to record like two hours ago, and my body just <laughs> shut down. Like, so I ended up just watching some uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, and I end up passing out. And I woke up at ten, an hour after, uh, an hour and a half, uh, hour and ten minutes after we were supposed to record. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I was um I was thinking about that moment when you had message and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so for this guy because like I know that feeling of waking yeah. up and being like, what have I forgotten to do? Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I woke up and I was confused. Like one of those moments, like you're just like, yeah, it's What's dark outside. On? Is it the next day? Is it morning? Like it might. <laughs> it's like six a.m. Like did I really? What happened? I was like, did I have any obligations? And I looked at my phone. <laughs> Oh my I did, gosh! I, did. <laughs> I did. I definitely did. I actually did. <laughs> like I think my con- let, me, let me let me pull up the uh, conversation I, I sent. Uh, oh crap! <laughs> You're like hello, and I was like, like hey, <laughs> and I was like, oh crap! <laughs> You're like, like I'm the worst. You said that at nine, <laughs> and I woke up at ten fifty. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when I messaged that and you had an answer, I'm like, I hope this guy's all right. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was on social media just a few hours ago. Right, right, right. I just passed out. <laughs> it was just asleep. And <laughs> then must he must be so tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like you said, we were talking about it earlier. Like, I just haven't been doing much. Um, mm-hmm. And then, then like, I started, I started, you know, because the living person's doing the mile a day in May. So I was like, I'm not going to run every day like I did last year or um, or majority of the days like I did last year. But I'm going to mm-hmm. try to like um, run some days because I haven't ran in a while. I did a Spartan race and then that was it. Like I it was like an obstacle, obstacle course. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then I ran that and I was like, all right, my joints are retired. <laughs> like I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done. I was like, that was fun. That was a fun challenge. And and by fun, I mean like it sucked, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so, totally. I've been, I'm trying to figure out how do I stay active because we don't have basketball and usually right. it's my, I play basketball um, competitively in a local competition two times a week. Oh, that's um, cool. One with uh, all women. So it's an all women's basketball community mm-hmm. so we started off um as youth leaders and we after we got too old for youth ministry we we're like okay so we still want to hang out together <laughs> and journey with each other in the faith so how do we do that while you know and we thought oh we'll start a basketball team anyway we've um it's grown now so that's every tuesday and on sundays um i play mixed with guys oh, cool. and so now that i don't have that i've um signed up to like two fitness free trials um, <laughs> with this with this ambition that I'm going to be really committed. Anyway, such a struggle because after the first couple of classes, I was like, um, I think you're aiming too high and you're not actually realizing that you can't do this. <laughs> like, oh, bless my heart. <laughs> yeah, bless my heart for like, giving it a go. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, anyway, I'd like to start these with a quick game. Um, and we're, we've gotten a bit 
into the podcast, but we can still play it. We're going to go ahead and uh, I'll play a game yeah, of uh, finish the lyric. Okay. So I'm taking popular pop songs and you're going to have to, you're going to have to finish the lyric. Okay. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a point if you're able to also tell me where it's from, um, like who, uh, the title of the song. I'll tell give you the artist and um, the song, the song lyric, and then if you're able to give me the song and what follows after, what follows after, and then the song title, I'll give you two points. Okay. okay. Are you gonna sing the song? Oh, absolutely or? not. I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> oh, <boo. laughs> I am not going to hurt people's feelings. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Taylor Swift is a singer. Um, yes. Got a long list of ex-lovers. They'll tell you I'm blank. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, <laughs> but my housemates are. I wish they were here to actually answer this. Um, I got I'll, give you, I'll, give you of... I'll give you options, okay? Okay. Um, awesome, tame, insane, real lame. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to go with um, tame. <laughs> tame. That... My friend was incorrect. <laughs> if, look, if this was actually an artist that I listened to and I got that wrong, I'd be very disappointed. But that's okay <laughs> that I got that one wrong. That one was, I got a long list of ex-lovers. They'll tell you I'm insane. I oh, got, so and the, close. And the song was Blank Space. Oh, okay. <laughs> when my housemates hear this, they're going to kill me because they love <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's so great. I can't wait for that. Um, you got to get the reaction live. <laughs> <laughs> I should. <laughs> They'll be so disappointed. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Britney Spears. Are you familiar with Britney? Yes. I right. um, was also um, around when she shaved her head. So um, let's, <laughs> let's thought, hope that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to lead with. Like I was also around when she, like, like you were friends with her or something. <laughs> Was, no, we're, we're not close. We're not close. I wasn't sure where that was leading to, but um. <laughs> all right. My blank is killing me. I must confess, I still believe. My loneliness. My loneliness. I didn't even give you options. Perfect. You're that's correct. Awesome. That's a that's a very relevant word right now for all of us feeling us, a little bit lonely, especially us intro- extroverts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's me. <laughs> right, same, same, same. <laughs> Rough. All right, are you a bit, all right, so we got the Beatles next. The Beatles. Oh, right. throwing it back. Okay, You're throwing it back. Um, well, what's the name of the song before? Oh, baby, hit me, baby, one more time. All right, yeah, there you go. So that's two points. Oh, there. praise God, I got two points. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Beatles. Yeah, you think you got that something? I think blank. When I feel, when I'll feel that something, I want to hold your hand. I oh. think blank. I'll give you the options here. Okay. Yeah, you got that something. I think you're you are so fine. You'll understand. You know my plan. You always can. You'll understand. Correct. What song? Yes. Um. I want to hold your hand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank the good Lord. (laughs) Oh, 
gosh. Sometimes we surprise ourselves. Okay. All right. We got Justin Bieber next. Very lyrically oh, is- rich. Okay. <laughs> Deep. <laughs> Deep. <laughs> like the most intellectual written words um, ever in pop music. Yeah. Let me prepare my heart for this one. Hold on. <laughs> put ourselves in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> Somebody get a, a guitar. We just uh, to start this off. <laughs> baby, 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 oh. <laughs> like baby, okay. baby, baby, no. Like baby, 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 oh. Thought blank. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I'm too distracted by the awkwardness of these lyrics. Um We'd last I thought we'd last forever. Um it would never end. You'd always be mine. We'd keep having good times. Interesting. So where's the blank? Thought, <laughs> to- thought blank. So it's the last thing. Thought we'd last forever. Thought it would never end. Thought you'd always be mine. Thought uh, we'd keep having good times. I thought it was his song Baby, but um, I think that's just throwing me off because of the number of times he said baby. So I don't think that's actually the answer. <laughs> it, is, it is the song Baby. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> I will. I will still give you that point because you did. Oh, say it. sweet. Okay, so maybe I should sing it, but um, I'm a little embarrassed to sing it. Okay, well, I'll uh, I'll use that audio to to promote the podcast <laughs> if you do start to sing it. <laughs> no, that sucks. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to sing it because I won't get it if I don't. Okay. Baby, baby, baby. Oh. I thought that you'll. I thought that you'll. Oh man, this is bad. Thought that you'll. Always be mine. Yes, correct. Oh, sweet! <laughs> <laughs> Paid off to sing. <laughs> you got six points. You got six points. And um, how's your? Uh, fam- <laughs> I got two more questions for you. Should I okay. get you to turn here? Um, do you? How do? How well do you know your prince? No, I do not know. Okay, I won't, prince I won't, at all. I won't do this to you then. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I'd, Taylor I'd, Swift's already rough. Right. How about AHA? No, no, uh, I don't. Is that, I don't even know. Who. I don't know it either, to, okay. uh, to be <laughs> frank with you. Oh, I think it's like, take on Oh, me. yeah, yeah. Good, good, I good. I think that's them. True. But I, I don't know it, so. <laughs> <laughs> you should choose once you know. <laughs> it's just like randomized here, okay? Oh, I gotcha. Um, Take on me, take me on, I'll be blank. Gone. Oh, wow. I think that's 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 the answer, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can I, I'll tell you the secret to getting that right. Right. Karaoke. (laughs) That's awesome. Not even. (laughs) That's fantastic. I love it. All right, how about Spice Girls? Okay, we can go Spice Girls. All right, all right, all right. If you want to be my lover, you got to blank. Learn gotta how to love me. My friends. There you go. I don't even need to give you that one. What's the song? Look, eight-year-old self would be very disappointed if I didn't get that one right. So. <laughs> What's the name of that one? Um, I think it's if you... Oh, it's Wanna Be. Wanna Be. Hey, Michael Jackson. You good with Michael Jackson? 
I could try Michael Jackson. Oh, man. Okay. Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl who claims that I am the blank. The dad, the papa, the father, the one. She's just a girl. I am the one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the name okay. of the song? Billie Jean. It must Billie be. Jean. There we go. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Ten points. We got a winner. Uh, Bonus round. Uh, Lady Gaga, I want your ugly, I want your blank, I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your ugly. Rem- no. Your unease, your crazy, uh, your kisses, your disease. I want your ugly, I want your disease. <laughs> yes, that's very. Oh, is it? <laughs> that's horrible. We don't want that. <laughs> no, your, no. Keep your COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want your COVID. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> that that song hits different now yeah. in these times. So, uh, <laughs> that did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> not that song. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. That's funny. Oh, yeah, that was man. good. Taylor Swift letting me down. Taylor Swift was your only incorrect. And you even got the one that I wasn't even gonna, I didn't even count against you. Look at you go. <laughs> right, where'd you, Karaoke. Speaking of, of look at you go, where did you go? Where'd my Zoom? I'm one of those people who has so many things open on the computer. That's <laughs> just like ridiculous. Um, but that's me. That's who I am. Blame me. All right. So uh, why don't you give us a little bit about your... Uh, I just punched my mic. Why don't, you give us, <laughs> why don't you give us a little bit of a background of your faith? Um, How'd you start? Like, were you born and raised Catholic or um, all that stuff? Why don't you give us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, my family moved to Australia when I was one. Uh, My brother was born here. But um, my faith was really a gift given to me from my parents, but particularly my mom. So Mm -hmm. she, typical, I'm assuming these sorts of moms, Filipino moms also exist in the States, very devotional, loves Mother Mary, the rosary. Um, And so growing up, she was always encouraging us as a family to pray. Mm -hmm. So we'd pray the rosary often. And I think there was a period of my life where we would pray every night. But, you know, as you grow up and you start to look at the faith from your own perspective and you start asking questions, okay, do I actually believe all of this stuff that uh, right. is being presented to me? And so I think it was around my teen years where I was really invited to make a decision about my faith and that, that was at a youth camp. And so mm. I began my journey in youth ministry and leadership in youth, youth ministry. Right. Um, and I think that's really when I started asking the bigger questions about who I am mm-hmm. in the eyes of God. So my mm. worth... Am I am I seen? Um, do I have gifts to offer? Mm-hmm. And as I continue to journey in leadership in youth ministry, that's when the faith became much more than just sort of this part of my life started to right. become such a the foundation by which I lived out all the other parts of my life. Even even basketball, I saw that oh, as really? a as a space for me to grow that's in virtue. Awesome. Cool. So. Basketball was, um, particularly after uh, leadership in youth ministry, the community that began to flourish 
gave me the opportunities to grow in virtue because we were in fellowship, but also being challenged on the court to -hmm. practice, you know, different things like not talking back at the ref when you get smacked in the face (laughs) by by another by another girl. (laughs) Do you not see? Starts um, quoting, quoting scripture. Like, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, the blind lead the blind, and you both are blind. <laughs> well, that's so good. Um, but yeah, so that sort of became my community in a real sense. Nice. And because I had this community, I could ask the questions about my faith with other other people. Nice. And once I began asking these questions, I think I began to see the real gift of friendship, particularly mm-hmm. in, in in growing in the faith and striving for holiness. Yeah. And I think it's become a real um that's become a real goal of mine in youth ministry, my work in youth ministry. And I and I would say in many other areas of my life that the friendships that we build that allow us to grow in holiness is actually um, made possible because of the spaces that we are able to create by pe- giving people opportunities to connect. And mm-hmm. so whilst my whole uh, journey has been the Lord pursuing me and really inviting me into a deeper intimate relationship with him, the more that I guess I, I felt his mercy and his grace, the more I realized that my life isn't my own and just for mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So that's when everything else the things that I did, the, the things that I would dream about, the projects that I would come across as, uh, as an opportunity for evangelization or, or accompaniment with other people. A lot of that has come from the spirit moving in my life, inviting me outside of myself into friendships with other people. So um, here I am. I find myself after many years of trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be, um, really just trying to take it every day. You know, the classic Saint Therese of Lisieux saying that we, mm-hmm. we should do little things with great love. Yeah. I think it's it's very much right. true for a lot of us who might feel like we need to be these great sort of these great saints right now. Right. right. But not realizing that um you are really called to just be ourselves and in that when we are authentically ourselves, we're actually yeah. pretty great. The g- kind of great yeah. that God that God really wants for us to be. Right. That's true. That's awesome. I mean, you you um, were in ministry uh, for how many years now? I would say about fifteen years. Oh wow! Where, so, I mean, as a as a, as this, are you accounting your, you as a youth leader, or is it just as people as a part of a core team of like a leadership as a youth? I would say that's the. I'm counting from the day that I that I was invited to a youth camp. Okay. So how about the times, like as a, you were a youth minister before, right? And now you work for the diocese uh, mm-hmm. youth office. So where, where, how many years have you been in that ministry? Like in so, that form? Yeah, so my life has um, gone in different directions. I actually mm-hmm. uh, wanted to work as a lawyer for the UN for a big oh, wow. chunk of my life. And mm-hmm. so I actually pursued a Korean law and practice law. Um, but before mm-hmm. that, while I was studying at law school, I was serving in youth ministry, so it hasn't really left my life um, right. until I started working as a lawyer. That's when I sort of didn't really have anything to do with youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was in 
2016, World Youth Day、mm-hmm. in Poland. Oh, wow. And also the Year of Mercy, where I was really challenged by the Lord to figure、yeah. out where I was going. And so that from 2017 to now, which is about three years in、mm. full time youth ministry, paid employment.、Uh, so that's been three years. But prior to that, I would say.、Uh, That's awesome. Seven years in sort of grassroots youth ministry. That's awesome. That's so cool. I mean, ministry in general, I feel like in the Catholic Church doesn't change much, but what does it look like in Australia?、Um, is it, do you find it like a lot of, like just youth in general, are they, are they not being catechized well at home? Are they, you know, what's the culture, Catholic culture there? I mean, obviously you can, the Catholic culture, Differs from home to home, so it, like, it varies, but what does it look like generally over there? Yeah, generally speaking, I mean, the faith is, is rich in the communities where it's, it's given the fuel, it's being taken care of, it's being encouraged. In、mm-hmm. communities that it is、um, yeah. rich, it's going really well, but there are definitely areas of our country that、um, it's a mission area. I mean, Uh, we still、right. have missionaries who come here from overseas, realizing that there are many others who do not know Jesus. And not just、right. know Jesus in, oh, that's that guy that started that church, but、right. to really intimately know him.、Mm-hmm. The, there are many that don't. And so,、uh, you know, even in our work in youth ministry, we're often challenged with the reality of having Catholic schools and also a public school system. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly those who are in the public school system, for one, they don't have classes where they get to be exposed to the faith. And、right. where they do, it's, it's once every month, which is scripture classes. And they, don't,、mm-hmm. they may not necessarily choose Catholic as their option to、really? um, go to. So it's, it's growing. I think we're still quite young. As a country, we're only about. 200 years old.、Sure. And so、yeah. we've, we, we have one saint, Saint, I'll give her a shout out, Saint Mary MacKillop of the Cross.、Yeah. And so、um, it's, the faith is still growing here. But I think the, the more connected that we've become, particularly with, with seeing everything that's happening in the States, we're、mm-hmm. definitely realizing that there's so much more potential for us as youth ministers or even as a church in general to really.、Mm-hmm. Be bold in proclaiming who Jesus is here. Right. I think it's really cool to see <clears throat> how, like, we were talking about in my young adult group the other day. Like, he said that youth ministry seems, I mean, like, like this pandemic has redeemed the internet for him. Like, he didn't really care for it.、Um, but really, like, it's, it's beautiful to see how the church has responded in, in, in using what the resources that we do have. And using it well.、Um, maybe too well because a lot of people are doing it. I mean, but like <laughs> everyone's going to take advantage,、um, not like in a bad way, but of the opportunity that we do have to kind of make connections with people, to reach out to people, to minister to people, especially in this time that people feel isolated. Like some people, like I, I live alone practically, you know? So, like,、mm. it's hard, like, not having community for being like an extrovert, you know? And so, um, You know, it's really great to have this、uh, sense of community amongst a lot of people. 
um, because of this podcast, because of, you know, whatever the case may be, like, you know, how many people I've gotten to reach out to, like, this entire month of May, I'm, like, I've recorded with such great people that, you know, like, I never would have imagined, like, if you told me for season one, this is what I'm going to be doing, like, um, 40 episodes in, you know, and it's a blessing and it's a, it's a great, a great time to see, you know, I, I enjoy going on social media on Instagram and seeing five lives going on at the same time and <laughs> just pop into each one of them, uh, for like a couple of seconds, you know, for a few minutes or other. And, uh, but, but it's, it's great. They're all great content, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and the, the beauty of it is that it's always on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously it's only there for 24, 24 hours, but most of the lives I've seen, people have saved them and posted them later too. So as IGTVs. Yeah, no, I think you make a really good point because what I'm really loving about this COVID reality is that it's pushing even not just our generation of youth ministers, but older, the older generation. I love right. seeing priests giving this whole stuff a go, particularly when right. it was just starting and they had like their phones on them and they were just <laughs> trying right. to be, figure out their cameras and... <laughs> I just I think that 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 sort of rawness to the faith in responding to this has just been so great to see. Right. I agree. It's like it shows us that as big as a church is, we're still in it together. That's it. You know? Yeah. So I find it awesome. I, I you know, like for crying out loud, you're in Australia. <clears throat> I'm in Florida. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and we're able to record. And next week I'm recording with um I have a, I have an episode with somebody from Malaysia, if mm-hmm. that works well, you know, like it's 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 crazy how awesome, like how small this world actually is, and that we claim for it to be so big. I mean, it is big, but like through community, through the you know the reach of God, like you know, nothing's too big, you know. That's it. Yeah, I totally um, feel that. Yeah, um, we got more with Quain uh, coming up, and we're gonna take a quick break. So stay tuned for some more stuff. Okay. If you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, they have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use a microphone on your phone record a voice memo upload it to anchor and that's it anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more uh, you can make money off of your podcast with no minimum listenership and like i said everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the anchor app so go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free anchor app in your app store again anchor.fm to get started or download the free anchor app in your store and we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. All right, so we are back with Queen Guevara. Um, we have so I have some questions about um, your your history in basketball. So I mean, oh, yeah. we talked about it a little bit. Um, w- <clears throat> did you play competitively in high school and college, or no? I um. So my journey with sports I actually started with ballet at the age of five and I did not like ballet and I told my parents that we need to change this up (laughs) at the age of five I'm like this is not working for me (laughs) so I um I asked my dad if I uh if my brother and I could 
do karate. So we did that for a little while. And then it wasn't until I was in year six, which I'm not too sure what the equivalent would be for you guys. Year six, is that like like middle school? What do you guys? Yeah, middle school. So how old do you guys start um, in um, like when you start like when you start school, how old are you guys usually? Five. Five. So that's like kindergarten. Is that what you call your uh, your, your first year? Yeah, but we have a um, How's it work? slang for it, kindy. kindy. So we have kindy. Okay, yeah, kindergarten. And then kindy to year six. Okay. And then that's that's primary school. And then okay. we go into high school from year seven to 12. Okay, so that's like high school for us. So you combine okay, middle cool. school. So we, have, so we have kindergarten to fifth grade, uh, elementary, okay. and we call that elementary school. Right. And then six to, six to eighth is middle school. Or junior high, yeah. some places call it. And then we have 9 to 12, which is high school. <clears throat> so Makes that's, I, okay, I didn't, I didn't cool. even think of pr- commute, like, I mean, process the potential, like, w- different ways of you guys doing school. That's we, awesome. I mean, we we drive on the other side of the road. So there's a, there's a whole right. bunch of different I didn't remember that part. <laughs> 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 Shows my ignorance <laughs> to everything. No, no, that's totally okay. Um, so, well, you know, they, they, there's this theory that when Americans were trying to figure out their roads, they didn't want to be associated with the British anymore so that they were like, okay, screw this. We're driving on the other side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the yeah. case. Like, that just sounds like the American way. (laughs) (laughs) That's no That attitude has kind of gone (laughs) past that, if that's the case. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. So then, so continue with your basketball. All right, so, um, so year six was when I first started playing basketball, and it's, that's when it all started for me, and Mm -hmm. I, uh, in some way, was a little bit different from the girls in my group because they were all really into other things and I was yeah. the only one who was playing sports. But uh, I really felt myself on the court. Sort mm. of the competitiveness was such a mm. – like I love the fire of being able to like go in for layups through guys oh, yeah. and, oh, yeah. you know, take take a uh, take a take a good screen for a mate. And, yeah, yeah. so – What was your, what just was your go-to group. move? Well, what position did you play rather? And then what so was – So I've always – I've always played a point guard. Okay. So I um I I love the thought of being able to control the ball with dribbling. Yeah. I mean I love I mean don't get me wrong I love shooting but like if mm. you can figure out dribbling it's it's yeah. just it feels really cool. So it's your favorite dribbling move. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to so I really enjoyed doing you know how you're running for a fast break and yeah. you have a defender that's standing there and you're yeah. sort of like it goes behind you so yeah. that you can go that. Yeah. 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 That's the one. That's what, behind the back. They never see it coming. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I, I My favorite uh, player to watch like highlights of is Jason Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen his highlights where he goes like he has this famous pass where like, elbow pass where he bounces Ah, like, uh, cool. And he like elbows it, and it goes that way instead of. Oh that yeah, way. I've seen that happen. So That's goes, cool. Boom! Oh, like, oh, so cool. Love that move. <laughs> if I, I remember there was like a time in my life where I was in my backyard trying to get that, but I was too wide for the whole elbow thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really awkward. <laughs> this is this is really not working. It's out not doing my body what I want. type. 
<laughs> it's like Sha- Shaq trying to do like a, a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. Oh goodness. Anyway, so but um, yeah, so that's basketball. That's awesome. Did you um? Are you were you NBA fan at all? Or were you an NBL fan? Or so did you not I, like um, sports like that way? Oh, I. I think the reason, part of the reason why I got really into sports was I think my dad. So he would yeah. often play um, Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls games yeah. on the TV, and I think I was just really fascinated by the way he would play the game. And mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't really follow NBA religiously, but I have, I have followed teams. Mm-hmm. So when, I mean, I have a sentimental attachment to the Chicago Bulls because right. they were my entry point into basketball. Right. But in the past, uh, the period of time that the Spurs were doing really well, they were so good to watch. When Kawhi was on the team and they had Duncan and, oh, uh, <laughs> it's painful to reminisce. Or <laughs> It hurts because I remember the time well, when we were, like, <laughs> Miami won uh, um, uh-huh. against them in 2013 and get our back-to-back. And we were up for our, yes. our, our, our three-peat. Three-peat, Yes. Uh, and that it hurt to be to hurt <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's just like I'm watching the game like they're just destroying us. <laughs> so good. <laughs> just one of the cry. It was so good. <laughs> and then LeBron laughed and I'm like, this is terrible. Damn you, Kawhi. <laughs> but they, they they were playing some amazing basketball then. So it's just like that's. They were like goals when it came to teamwork. Did you see? I, just, I mean, they just ran around circles around Miami and just like blew them out. It was like, that's it. No, no, like, no chance. Yeah, they came back wanting. They were they were so determined. Oh yeah, after that after that loss, I mean, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that game six loss in in twenty thirteen was probably like the worst thing they ever experienced. Devastating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're all retired, except for yeah. Kawhi. Anyway, <laughs> he's Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi. Um, so you also have a coffee shop, is what I hear. You told me that earlier. So tell yeah. me a bit about that. Yeah. So we're a little coffee shop. Uh, we. So I started it with a really close friend of mine, mm-hmm. and we're called Young Lions Cafe. We're yeah. situated in this awesome. really. Um, we're super locals, so we grew up in this area of Sydney that's really mm-hmm. become our home and our community and. We thought there's definitely no other place that we'd like to start this off than in the Blacktown. (laughs) What's that? Google or Siri? Or what what else? Alexa? Alexa. What else do you guys all have? (laughs) I think this... I think Alexa wants this whole this whole podcast to end right now. <laughs> I tell her every night at twelve thirty to shut my lights off because sometimes okay. I fall. Because sometimes, like tonight, I fall asleep before I'm supposed to, turn, and I forget to turn the lights off. So she does it for me. Right, and okay. she tells me good night <laughs> at the same time. She's like nighty night. <laughs> That's so nice of her. <laughs> Alexa, lights on in the bedroom, please. Oh, you're so polite. <laughs> Use your manners. Hey, listen, if she takes over the world, I don't want to be on her list. <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory. Okay, Definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll vibe with that. <laughs> good content. Good content. Oh, my gosh. So, you're, so go on about, I don't know. Sorry, I got distracted. I don't remember what we're talking about. I don't about. know what we're talking about. I know it was like coffee, um, coffee shop. Oh, yeah, it's the coffee shop. Yeah, so... 
The coffee shop's actually inspired by our experience in youth ministry. So we've oh, always really? sort of used to have um, what we call one-to-ones or one-on-ones over coffee with people, sort of catch up right. and get oh, to know someone yeah. or when we, you know, just see how someone's going and be like, yeah, we want to grab a coffee. And the coffee culture in Australia is huge. Like really? I, it's, it's not, I mean, Starbucks tried to do their thing here a couple of years ago and it just didn't mesh with our culture really? and so there's the clash is that for for us the cafe culture is quite local it's very community oriented and not sort of the transactional on the go okay here's your here's your drink and yeah. we'll leave now yeah. it's really a space where people sit down and have chats catch up you know brunch you take your family there and you spend like a couple of hours so that's awesome so that's what we wanted to create because Mm -hmm. that's our experience in getting to know each other and building friendships so how did you go about like is there like a business is this like a whole like thing or is it like were you renting out the equipment did you hire people Mm. is this everything like is this all that you have to worry about (laughs) <laughs> no, was so my so my background's in law, and mm-hmm. to some extent that was helpful. Yeah. Um, my friend's background is in um, marketing, sort of that sort of area of media content. Um, so she, so both of us sort of had this this idea that we had to start from scratch. But the cool thing about youth ministry, and I think this is pretty, um, it doesn't get the the hype that it needs that actually Mm -hmm. when you're in youth ministry, there are so many transferable skills that you develop as a youth leader that you can actually use in other areas of your life. Mm -hmm. So for us, it was really channeling the organizational skills, the resourcefulness, the Mm -hmm. curiosity of wanting to start a business into this particular project and asking ourselves, okay, so this is what we want. Here's the goal. How do we get there? What are the resources available to us? Mm-hmm. What do we need to find out mm-hmm. so that we can make this happen? And so um, at the root of all of it is really community and in, in some way an entry point to conversations and friendships that we hope, right. maybe not not so obviously, but it might plant a seed in even in our customers or the community that we've uh, developed um, that later, when they see the joy that we have in our team, and mind you, we have an extraordinary team. They're, they're all uh, young, vibrant, faithful Catholics who are striving in their own faith. Right. And so as um, as business owners, to create a culture of a ministry of hospitality, right. they've just really taken it That's on board. So, cool. so it's something that... Um, we see as an opportunity perhaps in the future to expand. But as of now, we're still learning. We've sort of been open for two years. So a lot has changed. And particularly with COVID, we've been hit pretty hard. Sure. Um, But there's definitely still the joy and and hope in still creating opportunities for encounter there. So Mm -hmm. it's been a journey and it's been awesome. That's really awesome. Like that, not like that's not very, so unique, right? So, like, I was asking you, like, oh yeah, so you do basketball, whatever. What else do you do? And then you're like, yeah, I own a coffee shop. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's like, that's huge. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, but that's a great idea. And like, you know, and um, utilizing that and learning that, and then and kind of in a way that is ministerial, um, I think is a, mm. a beautiful. Um, a beautiful thing. And I mean, we have like I meet with a lot of my youth, my youth ministers 
that I'm friends with, like to kind of catch up and talk about <clears> industry <throat> over some coffee or food. And so like, it's not, I don't know if it's like the same, I don't, wouldn't call it the same culture. Um, but we do, we like, we do utilize Starbucks cafes a lot. Um, as like good places for connection too. still like I went some of my young adults there all the time when I do ministry with them I kind of just like sit down with some coffee and I don't like a big coffee person look I'm not like Mm -hmm. I'm not huge on it but I'll drink it if I actually do need it Mm -hmm. so I don't create an addiction in myself um because I do have an addictive personality, I feel like. <laughs> so like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm I'm totally the same. Yeah, I, my friends will tell you that I um I have this terrible addiction, and and thank the good Lord that we have restrictions, because for some reason, about a year and a half ago, I got really into skill testers. Oh really? It's how random, right? <laughs> like <you're> in- <laughs> and so. I I walk past like arcades and my friends would be like we we know what you're thinking about. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, coffee can have that. Uh, you know, right. that it can get you addicted pretty quick. And I just don't want to spend that much money on it. So like, um, but I do love cold brew. Like if I have coffee, it's cold mm, brew. Like and nice. so I bought. I finally got myself um, a coffee, a cold brew coffee maker. And so like days and when I'm working, waking up. Um, and I'm like groggy for, for work. I'll just have a cup and whatever, but it's nice to have. So, um, that's cool. What is What is your favorite way of having coffee? Like what's your favorite like cup? I take a soy flat white. Oh, wow. Look at you. That's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? <laughs> I just have it black. So it's just like nothing I do is fancy. <laughs> you just saw well, me yeah, have a peanut um, sandwich, a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> that's, your, that's your dinner. Yeah. Well, you know, the fun fact that you guys actually call, is it an Amer- Americanos? Yeah. Yeah. So we call them a long black here. A long black? Yeah, long black. So wow. it's just it's basically water with a shot of express espresso. Yeah, yeah. But um. See, I, I just I don't I, I I like I love coffee shop aesthetics. I love I love mm. them. But I just yeah. I don't drink coffee enough. I just go there for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> and if I get something <laughs> like it's usually a cold brew or like if I don't need it, then I have something else. So how has okay how has your ministry in like youth ministry uh, affected or like influenced your your relationship in Christ? Mm. Yeah, that's a cool question, actually. Right. And I think I think we often, as youth leaders, or perhaps I can go even broader as missionaries, we mm. often go to a mission area yeah. or we go and begin a journey with a young person thinking that we're going to change their life <laughs> or like bring them closer to the Lord or dispel any misconceptions that they have about the faith and bring them to the truth and, you know, just we're the ones who are going to figure them out. Um, And often I think in many ways as missionaries, if you go, if you were to go overseas or some project um, locally where you're dealing with the vulnerable or disadvantaged, the marginalized, you'll often think that you're going to help them. But as we, we know through our own experience, a lot of the times the Lord humbles us and we realize how much, <laughs> how much we actually get <laughs> from, right. from being in this sort of work right. to, to just be reminded, particularly when working with young people, our own littleness, mm-hmm. um, mm. how, much, how much we are a child of God 
And I think that's sometimes really hard for us as youth leaders to th- to right. be reminded that we're we're small. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's a message that I've particularly in the last couple of years that I've I've really felt from the Lord in my time in youth ministry is to recognize our humanness, just how what it means to be human. Right. And I and I love that. I think it's Saint Irenaeus. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who says that the glory of God is man fully alive? Mm-hmm. Uh- I think so. Um, I mean, that's that's Jarrell's uh, the living person's like quote through and through. Um, oh, is where, that? That's yeah, where that's, that's where cool. the living person I came through. Um, mm. I think that's him. Bishop Barron talks a lot about that too. I really love Bishop Barron. I think his 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 amazing. Full, yeah. um, he's been a real light light in my own life. But um, to know that we are human is to realize that we're not obviously not God, and so. Yeah. This truth actually brings to light just how great God is. And that happens to me so often in youth ministry. Yeah. Especially when I when I want everything to go my own way, or I've 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 organized a particular project or I've dreamed up this what I think is the best new thing. Right. And then when you offer it to God, he he makes it something much more than you can possibly have dreamed of. Yeah. So, um, it is also it, to convert, affirm you, yeah, it is St. Irenaeus. Um, I just had to Google it real quick, but <clears throat> mm. to double check. But yeah, it's so true. I mean, like ministry, I feel like you, like whenever I, especially when in mission, when I've done mission trips, you, I feel like for so, you know, like obviously you don't just throw a, an unknowing like person into uh, to mission right away. Like, you know, like you have to have some sort of encounter already and mm-hmm. to go serve. And so, um, but like when I first went on my first mission trip, like I already had that encounter. I've already started to grow and I wanted to serve. Um, and so like this, I learned more. I felt like in, in doing mission, uh, like the mission trips that I've done, um, not, nowhere outside of like I was I didn't leave Florida for these mission trips either. Like these were like in Miami, um, mm. helping out at a parish that was very like, like poverty stricken <clears throat> and. Uh, we worked with the kids for a summer camp and they, those kids taught me so much more, um, about my faith and who I was as an identity than I was able to learn in any of my theology classes. And not to say that anything yeah. bad about my theology classes, but, um, they, the, the theology classes taught me more intellectual things than, um, but they taught me like the simplicity of being a Catholic, a Christian mm. as a child. And it's just like, mm. So good. So when you were t- saying that, I was like, yes, everything, ditto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I think um. it's crazy. Like we, uh, when we think about leadership in the church, I mm. think there's a lot of, I mean, like the outside world has a particular perception about the right. way that the church is structured uh-huh. without, yeah. I think without fully understanding that a call to leadership is a call to actual service. It's a laying down of one's life. Yeah. Which is totally not about us. Oh yeah, of like, and so like, I think for us as as youth leaders, it's a a constant having to remind myself it's not about me, right? It's for the glory. Of, it's for the glory in the kingdom of heaven. If he wants me, I'll be here as long as he wants me to be here. If he calls me to do other things, I'll I'll go do other things. But this is where I super feel called to, and I roll with the punches. Um, I go with where he he, he follow, I follow where he leads me. You know. Um, mm. Totally. And just like this reading, this Sunday's this Sunday's readings are 
um, on John 10 verses 1 to 10. And it talks about, the uh, um, you know, the sheep follow um, the shepherd because they, they know his voice and they follow, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, it's our job as sheep to, like, really know where the Lord's calling us to leading us and go uh, where he wants us to follow, uh, to lead us um, through that gate, which he, he, like he called, he claims himself, I am the gate where the sheep will, you know, go through. And um, obviously that's not worth word, but, you know, um, it's just really like, you know, as, as our job as youth ministers to kind of really understand that, I feel, and it can be easily, easily, the devil can easily come into us and try to, make us feel um, that it is about us or without, without us, these kids don't come back to the church or come to the church. It's like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> they will because God is real, not because mm-hmm. of your selfishness, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think you're, you're right about, um, about intention, like people's mm-hmm. intentions when serving. Mm-hmm. I think we can recognize the fruits of someone's heart from the works that they do, but I think the Lord really takes takes what we do and makes it beautiful. But I, oh, yeah. I often wonder, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with knowing who God is so that we can know who we are. And that oh, comes yeah. from a life of, life of prayer. And I think right. you, you can set, like if, if we're, not, we're not prayerful, if we're not inviting the Lord to speak to our hearts, it's often very difficult for us to have the purest of it. I mean, like we can't always have the purest intentions in many cases where uh, right. well, we're human. And so there, there will be oh, times yeah. where it's not super where we want it to be. But prayer, I think is such a huge element that we often feel we perhaps we can often forget in, in service in ministry. Yeah. Often, often. And so like, that's why I'm like, you know, I think it's a, it's really important for us people in ministry to constantly remind ourselves and constantly be in prayer about that. Um, this prayer that I love, um, is, uh, right here. I have it on my little, my handy dandy journal. I'll read it to mm-hmm. you. Um, it says, it says, father, I abandon myself into your hands. Do with me what you will, whatever you, you may do. I thank you. I am ready for all. And I accept all. That only your will be done in me and all your in all your creatures. I wish no more than this, O Lord. Into your hands I commend my soul. I offer it to you with all the love in my heart. For I love you, Lord, and so need to give myself to surrender myself into your hands without reserve and with boundless confidence. For you are my mm. Father. Amen. Mm. Like that one's just like, you know, a complete self offering. Like reminding like I like to start the day off with that because it reminds me like, oh yeah, I'm not this is for you. I'm surrendering myself to you. Like an act of, a beautiful act of surrender. and A beautiful act of surrender and reminding myself like this is, this is for your glory, not of my own, mm-hmm. you know? And so. That's beautiful. Yeah. Last, last couple of questions here. Um, what is your goal for the rest of the year in ministry? Um, like given what we have, you know, been given, <laughs> what we've been dealt with here in the beginning of 2020. Oh, what a question. You know, it's funny because we make all these plans and then <laughs> COVID comes along and <laughs> we had, let, let me smash that out of here. <laughs> we, um, we had a whole bunch of things planned for youth ministry for our diocese um, yeah. this whole entire year. And, and we've every, every year we do what we call a Good Friday Night Walk where we start mm. at 10 p.m. at night 
and we end at our cathedral at 6 a.m. in the morning. That's awesome. And it's a 22, about a 20-kilometer walk. And for the last couple of years, we've been getting about a 1,000 young people come and walk. And we stop at uh, different parishes along the way, and each has has its own flavor. So perhaps – so last year we did – I think it was a rosary – so every single uh, every single parish had a rosary that they would um, animate. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before we did stations. The year before I think it was uh, on mercy, and so that that didn't happen this year oh, because man. of COVID. Yeah. So um, I mean to answer your question, I think this time of rest and reflection has been really good for me because at a personal level, it's really allowing me to. Uh, reevaluate some of my own desires and projects that I've I've been thinking about for a really long time, and I think what's been really cool is that I've been able to play around with things like this new microphone <laughs> that right. our our youth office got it only a few weeks ago, or some mm-hmm. lighting equipment, and it's really exploring different ways of being creative with mm-hmm. with the content with content to to make it relevant to our young people now. So my hope is that I don't get discouraged. I think when we get confident in a particular skill, sometimes the devil likes to make us question our intentions and make it seem like that we're doing it for ourselves. So my hope is that my my intentions remain pure, that I continue to serve in response to his abundant providence in my own life and um hopefully with that we can sort of start to see a new generation of young people really taking on the call to holiness in these times yeah wow that's awesome that's a really good reflection i mean like hopefully like obviously we we have given we've been giving so much time to do you know those reflections and it's good to use that again to to kind of reevaluate, to kind of take that step back. And it's a beautiful opportunity mm-hmm. for us to kind of really understand our faith in a different way, you know, um, yeah. and how we yeah, should go totally. about things, you know. Mm. So, I mean, I'll expose myself a little because I, I just a couple of weeks. I mean, I had been on TikTok, but I have really <laughs> decided to uh, explore TikTok for this millennial who <laughs> whatever I, I, I feel very attacked by generation z when i'm on there but um i'm starting to see more millennials on there so i'm oh yeah i'm being a little bit more comfortable with um putting out some content and trying it out so yeah it's new territories but i think this is in many ways mission the mission areas that are that we're being offered to explore yeah i've been i mean guilty as charged too i was a. Uh, me and my my other podcast off the world my friend Tanya and I decided that we were going to go on on uh, TikTok and and try to promote our podcast through TikTok and you know mm-hmm. uh so we got on there and I do most of the TikToking and she like will post <laughs> yeah. once every like other like uh, I don't know she like never posts but <laughs> I called her out on it last week I was like you need to post more and I was like <laughs> And uh, so we're working on that. It'll be fun. Uh, fun. Ex- uh, it's like, you know, I have a couple of things that work and don't work. And it's like, but TikTok, I was like looking at it. They're like, you're, it's like made, built for any random person to be able to go viral. Yeah. Um, and so every that was, that's what makes it so, uh, 
attractive for some people who are trying to chase that, you know, that uh, um, that viral thing, that chasing that mm-hmm. vi- being famous on it. Is be- mm-hmm. That's what makes it addicting for them because like anybody can do it. It's like it's just a randomized. So like they they work and work and they make and make it carry and create and create more content for the hope of getting that being that getting that chance to be that viral person and that's Mm. what makes it so addicting yeah that's it i mean i um listened to this guy and i i probably won't recommend him but he's he's super good at all this stuff gary vaynerchuk i should probably not plug him in in this podcast but he he has really great insights into things like social media and engagement and he says the the return on investment on creating content as frequently as for those who want to be spreading their service or product or podcast around, mm. the return on that investment is actually people's attention. And that's mm. what people are competing for on these platforms that's is true. people's attention. And so especially with our young people whose attentions are actually on these platforms, mm-hmm. I think in some way we shouldn't judge these platforms as, oh, okay, it's taking them away from um you know, face-to-face relationship. I think right. if we're really supposed to recognize the signs of the times, I think we should see it for what it is right. and find ways to invite our young people from that initial encounter with you, perhaps it is on Instagram or TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. it might be, right. into an actual face-to-face encounter. So mm-hmm. I think it's just asking us to be a little bit more creative with ministry. Yeah, I think that's what, I mean, I think ministry is like kind of like that all the time, like big event. Mm. And then into small groups, right? Big yeah, gatherings. Yeah. And then you try to get them into a smaller group, uh, whether it's one-on-one or a small group setting. And then that's how you build that relationship. You know, you can't just continue to go to big events, big events, big events, and expect that relationship to build, right? Totally. With the Lord. Yeah. Like, if you're you're just chasing a retreat high at that point, you know? Mm. Um, so you go to a big retreat, and then you come to a small group, and then that's where your relationship, not just with others, but with Christ, like, that's where that's built, you know, and so yeah. that, that's the that's the idea in the ministry, like the ministry that I, you know, like that has been you know, kind of revealed to me as as time has gone on here. It doesn't uh, my time in ministry rather. It doesn't just happen like that. It doesn't happen yeah. through just like, hey, look, this is the teachings of the church, like, and this is what the traditions of the church are. That's not all. That I, that's not gonna speak to a Harvard child either to anyone mm. really. I mean, yeah, some people can come back to the faith through facts and through traditions. Don't, I'm not gonna bypass that, but that's not the that's not the norm, right? Mm. So, that's big awesome. events, small youth groups, totally relate. Right. Uh, so, last question here: What is your what is your message to people in ministry right now? As a as a minister in um, as somebody in ministry in Australia, for everyone around the world who might be listening, who is in ministry, what is your message out to them for the rest of the year uh, to keep them encouraged? So I was I was thinking about this. I don't know why I felt like you were going to ask me this question. I mean, you had prompted me, but prior to that, yeah. I think it's perhaps because it's often a question that I ask other people. You know, what's your right. message that you want to share with others? Right. I think um, I think the spirit is really inviting me to to encourage young people or perhaps anyone in ministry to be courageous enough to be seen completely and Mm. not just, you know, the stuff that you might see online or whatever you show to your friends and family, Mm -hmm. the, even 
the wounds that you hide in dark places. The scariest things that we can do, the, one of the scariest things that we can allow ourselves to be is to be seen because right. that requires crazy vulnerability. Right. And, but I think when we allow ourselves to slowly practice the art, and, and, and I think it is a bit of a, an art to, to allow ourselves to be seen, mm-hmm. that vulnerability, that's right. when really interesting stuff happens. Mm-hmm. That's when our hearts expand, our dreams get wider, bigger, deeper, all of it. I think the mm-hmm. horizon gets, like, it's insane what happens when we allow the Lord to really see us in our vulnerability right. and to allow us to be healed. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's so crazy in, in many ways when I look at the crucifix is that um, our Lord is our role model to vulnerability. He's got nothing on that cross. Right. And so if our Lord can be vulnerable, in many ways, what's stopping me from being vulnerable? Mm-hmm. So perhaps that's some encouragement for us to um, enter into prayer, particularly in this time where we do have the, the pleasure of having, you know, this time to be with our Lord, to take some time to really ask, ask ourselves, what, what haven't we yet allowed the Lord to shine his light into in our own mm-hmm. lives? Mm-hmm. That's so good. I mean, I was I was sharing it with a friend of mine. I shared it the last Q and A that we had. Um, one of the questions that was asked was, "My spiritual director asked something similar. Like, what what in what is God trying to heal in your heart during this quarantine?" And I'm just like, oh, "Excuse you." <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, why are we having this conversation? <laughs> who, who asked you? <laughs> You're offended. He's trying to help you out. It's like my spiritual director who I see like monthly to 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 ask me these questions. Excuse you. He's probably like, oh wait a minute. Isn't that what you want? <laughs> yeah, he's like a retired priest. He's so awesome. He's so spirit led. Mm. So like so yeah, that's been something I've been trying to wrestle with um in myself. And and what you're speaking about vulnerability, like I that's I preach that almost in every podcast. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I do these tests. Those, I mean, I don't know if you saw the testimony from last week, the most recent testimony that we had. Like I, pr- I, I preach like um, C.S. Lewis's like four loves. Um, he mm-hmm. wrote to love it all is to be vulnerable. Um, and then he said, if you want, if you, if you don't want your heart to break, um, if you, if you're vulnerable, your heart will be wrong and possibly broken. But if you don't want it to be broken, like, lock it up in a casket of your selfishness, like hide it in your heart. And in that, mm. like it won't, it won't, it won't like cover it up with like hobbies and things like that. Oh man. It like, yeah. Like we do that. How often do we do that? Like try to co- like put that in a coffin so it doesn't get hurt, you know, cause we're afraid mm. of it. But that's what comes with vulnerability. It, it takes so much to just be able to admit to these things, to like, um, to face these things and it sucks, but man, like the gifts from being vulnerable are huge. And if we're called as Christians to love people, and if we, if, uh, if, if vulnerability in like, um, a love requires vulnerability, then why aren't we all being vulnerable? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. I didn't plan that. I mean, I mean, I like literally <laughs> for my like, um, like avid listeners, they know that I do never, I never like almost in every other podcast, I'm talking about vulnerability in some sort, some way, shape or form. And so like, crazy. I, that was not planned. 
that it's a spirit. <laughs> it's the spirit. Hundred and ten percent. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So do you have any um the last thing there is like do you have any shout outs like Instagram shout outs you want to uh to kind of shout out towards people to kind of look at or it doesn't have to be Instagram but it can be like anything like what are the things that you want my listeners to go check out I'm gonna add it in the uh, show notes and description and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess it's uh, really the work that we're doing as Young Lions Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we There's a community of us who have also started a, a bit of a hub in, a, in our local area, which has a basketball court, a coffee bar, and some common spaces for people to come and hang out. And yeah. it's called the, the Hustle. So that's, that's another thing. Um, you have like Instagrams also, for all of these too, I, I believe, right? Yeah, it's on my it's on my account. So if you're if you're curious at all, just come find me at at Queen Guevara. So that's Q W A Y N E G U E V A R A. But yeah, I think if there's anything that I would I would encourage you to do is try and find the the social media. This is the really cool part about this time, the social media pla- uh, the accounts that a lot of our young people are starting because they have all this time. Mm-hmm. So whether it's music or art, I right. st- I'm just seeing a lot of people pumping out some really cool stuff. So right. it's worth it's worth having a look at what they're doing. I think it's a, such a beautiful time for creativity and you're just seeing so many people yeah. create. And I just love because creation and art is just so, it speaks to how we were, you know, who we are as, you know, creations and art that, you know, God created us to, and, and artists that God created us to be. So it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I was, um, I, I think I mentioned that I, I was just at a, I was just in a Zoom meeting last night talking about rest. And the priest said that rest is closely related with creation, just like God, oh. who rested who rested when he was creating the world. And so mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a coincidence that because we are having this time to rest, we are becoming incredibly creative right now. That's so cool. Wow. Good point. That's so great. Um, Quaint, thanks for coming on. Thanks for, you know, like reaching out and, and chatting with me. And, you know, that's what originally got us talking about you coming onto the podcast and, you know, adding this awesome aspect of recording with someone across the freaking world it's so cool (laughs) no really i really love my time so thank you for having me on your show and i and i love the work that you're doing so please keep going and i'll definitely be keeping you in my prayers please do please please pray for the listeners those who are um watching listening however they are Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully it touches i mean these the whole point of the pot the whole point of the podcast is just sharing thoughts and experiences with other people but also like Right now, these this whole month of May is just like helping people have joy and something to listen to to kind of like bring them out of you know this rut and kind of like cope with stuff and you know also be able to find have joy in these moments you know so like that's why we're doing games that's why we're doing the five minute Fridays that's why I'm pumping out like two episodes three episodes a week um, cool. this month it's just to you know just for this month to kind of help people like. In some way, hope. I mean, obviously, like how magnanimous does that try to say, like try to make me sound like, oh, I'm so whole. Like I'm like this. My content's gonna help you get through COVID. But you know, that's not the, what. I, that's not the idea. It's just a matter of, like, mm. hey, if you if you are a listener and you want to listen to something fun, this is something lighthearted, and uh, you without being, you know, we get serious too. But you know, it's something. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of good stuff. You know, good content for for anybody. So. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. 
And uh, please continue to pray, like I said, for those listening. And yeah, um, if they want to, fo- if they want to follow you, right? It's a Queen Guevara. Just the that's it. Your name spelled out. And that's my name. So I'll be in the it'll be in the show notes. Um, uh, if you're listening on, I think on Apple, you can you can click right on her name and it'll go straight to her profile and stuff like that. Um, otherwise, you'll just have to. If you're listening on Spotify, you're just gonna have to pop that into your um, Instagram. Um, everything, everything she shouted out will be there. Um, if you want, if you're following, if you want to follow us on Apple, uh, if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, and you're not already, it's at Living Ardently. It'll all be down here. If you're watching on YouTube, it'll be all down here. Um, Living Ardently is the podcast account. I have some really great writers and they're writing some amazing stuff. So make sure you go follow that and read those quotes um, and those reflections because they're just a bunch of friends of mine who are just completely gifted and, you know, um, very authentic writers. And I told them, hey, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not even like writers by heart. They're just like, hey, you want to share a reflection over some quotes weekly? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, <laughs> and so it's a beautiful thing. Love so that. go check those out. Um, if you want to follow my personal life, go to It's Only Adrian. Uh, you get a bit of my uh, goofiness, my my um, fun stuff, the TikToks that I make there. They always usually <laughs> make it there. And uh, yeah, if you want to um, be great, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever, like uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, please like leave a review and a rating. It does help me a lot. It does help the podcast a lot. If you're listening on Spotify, go go anywhere else. Just make sure you're following, subscribe, so you know when we're posting these episodes. Because now we're posting three times a week, so remind you of that. And if you're not following us on um, YouTube, uh, we have a video component to this video. It might be up right as it uploads. It might be up later on. But make sure you go on YouTube and subscribe and watch the video content if you want that as well. It's really cool. You get to see a little bit of the things that I'm. I have, a, I have a lot of quirks that I do while I'm like talking and it's just really funny. So like if you want to see some of that or maybe sometimes it's a little extended, I don't edit it as much. So go check that out. There's a little bit bonus and incentive for you to go uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. So yeah, um, I think that's all I got. If you want to support the podcast in any way, we are taking, um, we don't have a Patreon, but um, there's a link. <laughs> I in thought our... you were going to say it. <laughs> but eventually we might start. I'm just checking it out. I do have a, Anchor does have an option for you guys to support the podcast, whether it be a dollar a month or uh, four or five, $5 or $10, whatever you're able to do. If you want to, it'll be cool. Everything will go straight into the podcast. But honestly, you guys listening helps me a huge time. So Share this podcast with somebody, share with a friend, share this episode with um, with your loved ones uh, and let them listen and enjoy with us. So thanks. Thanks, everybody. Do you have anything last things to say? Me? Yeah. No, the, the, the listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah. do, you, do you guys out there have anything else to say? Because we, and then we I wait. think Adrian would love to hear. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a number to call. <laughs> Oh yeah! If you want to leave, uh, thanks for reminding me. If you want to leave a um, a Q and A uh, question, please send it to our Gmail, um, or you can send a voice question uh, by going to the link in our description. If you want to send a voice voice memo question for next Q and A with Jarrell, so that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Super dope. Well, hope, hopefully, see you guys in um. Well, maybe Adrian next time we're allowed to uh, fly out of our own countries. Might see you in Sydney sometime. 
I mean, that was always the goal. There's this meme I need to show you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it was like travel plans, re re um, expectation, reality. And it was like, it was the uh, theater um, in Sydney. Um, oh, as in the, the opera house? The opera house, yeah. Right. And, and then um, instead it was like replaced with a, a load of dishes. <laughs> Oh man, people are good. Oh my god! I was like, where is this? I don't know if I have it, but if I if I find it in on YouTube, you'll see the the meme right here. So funny, so ridiculous. It like looked, I, I was like, it. what's what's different? And I looked closer. I was like, oh, that's a load of dishes. <laughs> so good. So funny. Uh, All right, Quinn. Thanks stuff. again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No you were problem. awesome. You're great. Thanks for uh, <laughs> you know. Putting up with my oversleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I'm glad you're well rested yeah, now. <laughs> thanks. Now I'm going to be up for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Hope this helped you. I hope you guys enjoyed this, today's episode. I hope it helped you in some way, shape, or form, if anything. And until next week, keep, or until Friday, keep living ardently. Peace. Peace.